Good morning and welcome to prayers for your day. Today is Friday, December the 6th, 2019. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones. Thank you all so much who uh, have been in prayer and in agreement with me for my daughter regarding her healing. Uh, she was able to go to the doctor yesterday. We were able to get in. She um, got some antibiotics. And so I thank God for medicine. Amen. Uh, but also, um, I, I want us to be mindful that when we pray and when we pray for other people and uh, when we, you know, uh, just press into God, when things happen suddenly in our lives that are just like, what's going on with this? Don't think it's strange. Um, the enemy is busy, you know, and of course we're human. And I know that sometimes we will just catch a cold. You know what I mean? Because uh, the Bible tells us that, that the outward man perishes daily. So there are just things that are going, going to go on uh, daily as we get older in our bodies. But I also know that the enemy sometimes can do things. And what was going on with her was totally out of the blue, totally came out of nowhere. Even the doctor uh, said, this is weird. She just had a, a like a little mysterious rash just show up out of no fever. Praise God. No sore throat. Praise God. Just this little crazy rash that just showed up. Uh, but but I thank God for his grace, his love, his mercy, uh, and I thank him for being Jehovah Rapha. So she is on the road to recovery, and I thank you for being in agreement with me that through his stripes, she is healed. Amen. Today on Friday, you know, we do things a little bit differently. So we're talking through Luke 17 verses 11 through 19. I'm not going to read it uh, through again, but I am going to highlight the key principles here in Luke 11 and 13. It is important for us to remember that we are to cry out to God. Here, the 10 who had leprosy cried out to him in desperation. They cried out to him because they knew that there was something that was going on in which if God did not help, there was no help. So we need to always remember we can cry out to God in loud voices. It's OK to be loud. It's OK to be undignified when you're desperate, when you need God to move on your behalf. It's OK to do what. Whatever it is you have to do to get God's attention. That means you might have to pray a little bit longer. That means you may have to set some time away and fast. That means you may have to cry out with a loud voice. That means instead of walking around praying, you may have to get down on your face and pray and cry out to Jesus's name. But whatever you need to do, know that you can cry out, Jesus, master, have pity on us, have mercy on me, have mercy on my family. And that is what we saw the 10 do in verses four in verse 14. We saw that Jesus told them to go and show themselves to the priests. A lot of times we have to remember that in our desperation, as we cry out, 
as we pray, as we seek God to get involved in our situations, that we may be required to do something. There is an act of obedience that may be required on our behalf. We don't need to question it. The 10 didn't question it. They went. We don't need to ask God, why do I have to do this as opposed to this? We don't even have to contemplate the direction. We just need to do what he says to do. And as the 10 did it, the word of God says that as they went, they were cleansed. God is more than capable. He is able. He is the almighty God. He is the miracle working God that he is capable to do a suddenly at any time. Things you've been praying for, things you've been laboring over, things you've been fasting for, things that you've been seeking God for. God is able to do it suddenly. Don't ever doubt that he's a sudden God, but also know that sometimes there's a process. Sometimes we have to do something. Sometimes it's an act of obedience. Don't get caught up in wondering why he said, take the street way when you thought the interstate was better. Don't get caught up into asking why he said fast for 20 days and you only wanted to fast for a half day. Don't get caught up in that. Instead, get caught up in being obedient to what God wants to do. Because you know what God could do a suddenly on the fifth day out of the 21 day. He can do a suddenly in the first 10 hours out of the 21 day. Or God might wait until the 21st day. We don't know. But one thing we do know is that we are faithful to God. He will be faithful to us. One thing that we do know, he is is Jehovah Rapha. He is a healer. One thing that we do know that he is Jehovah Jireh. He is a provider. One thing that we do know is that he is the God of the impossible. If you think back over your life, I'm sure that you will recall things that you did not think were possible that God himself made possible in you, through you, and for you. So number two is be obedient to what God is telling you to do. Don't delay because when you delay you may delay your blessing you may be delaying the perfect will of God don't step outside his will we want the perfect will of God not the permissive will of God and then in verse 15 and 16 there was thankfulness whatever God does whenever he decides to do it how he decides to do it be the one that returns who was thankful hallelujah be the one that returns with the loud voice says, thank you, God. And that's exactly what happened. The nine kept on going. The nine said, okay, God did it. I'll accept his permissive will. But the one that came back said, no, I want his perfect will. I want everything that God has for me. But in order to get everything that God has for you, you have to know and remember that God is that he is the one that healed you. Yes, I can thank God for the medicine, but I know even behind the medicine, there's a God that gave somebody wisdom and knowledge to know that this medicine would have the effect that it needed to have in order to turn my daughter's situation around. So we have to realize, don't look into other things. Yes, I can thank to the doctor, but I know that the doctor only practices medicine. It is God that gives the doctor divine 
knowledge and wisdom to know what to give my daughter to get what he what has for her. So we have to know that it is the one. Don't forget God when you have eaten and are full. Don't forget God when you ask God for the job and he gave it to you. And now you're looking good. Your 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 house is full with nice things. You're dressing well. Your hair is done. Your nail is done. You're able to get the things that you want. Don't forget the one who gave you the job. When you're riding well, you no longer have to ride in the hoopty. You no longer have to catch the Uber. Now, if your car is in the shop, you've got car number two to jump in. Don't forget the one who provided the vehicle, the one who made a way for you not to only have one car, but two cars or three cars or the one that allowed you to now move from an apartment to owning your own home. Don't just accept, but return back to say, thank you, God. And this is what the one did. He returned back to say, thank you. Not only did he return, it said he threw himself at Jesus's feet, a total sign of submission, a total sign of reverence, a total sign of remembrance of the one who made a way. And he was a Samaritan. He was a stranger. And Jesus, even verse 17 and 18 says, we're not all 10 cleansed. Jesus said, where are the nine? See, Jesus, God knows who he blesses. <laughs> so he knows when you forgot about him. He knows when we didn't take a moment to say thank you. He knows when he's thinking, wow, I did all this for her and she can't even say thank you. Wow, I did all this for him. <laughs> and they don't even remember. They just live in life. You know, I always say, use this term. They just live in life like it's golden. Like I haven't done anything. Like I just don't even exist. And we see Jesus saying, we're not 10 of you cleansed, but only one comes back. The one that's the foreigner. But that lets us know that God is expecting a praise. He's expecting a thank you. It's almost like how dare we go throughout our day without at least saying thank you, God. Without at least giving God a thank you for waking us up. That phone call didn't wake you up. The notification for prayers for your day didn't wake you up. Your spouse didn't wake you up. Your children didn't wake you up. God woke you up. He might have used those things to nudge you, but it was God who breathed breath in you on today. Thank you, Lord, for breathing breath in us on today. And then in verse 19, he said, then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. I need you to understand there's a difference between being healed and being made well. Healing is when a wound injury or person <clears throat> has, has come to cease. It's become sound or healthy again. It's to alleviate a person's distress or anguish. That's when you're healed. But when you're well, you're in a satisfactory state or position. Woo, there's a difference. See, there's many people walking around. They're healed. They're, they're, they're healthy in their body. You know, they're, they're feeling good. They've been healed from a, from a disease or an illness. They're healed. That wound or injury is is no longer has them bound, but they're not well. They're not in a satisfactory state or position. Why? They haven't recognized who's done their healing. Why? They haven't acknowledged that God is God. 
why they're not in a satisfactory state or position because they think that they've done it on their own. And so when life throws them things, they don't know how to handle it because they don't know who is the giver, their creator and their maker. So God wants us to be well and healed. The word of God tells us that God reigns on the just and the unjust. So a lot of times, even as believers, we get it twisted. We think our healing is enough just because, well, because this person is healed. I'm a Christian and I maybe don't do all of this or all of that. And this person who, uh, is as we compare ourselves is worse than I am. They've done you know, more bad things than me and, and they're healed. So really I don't need to be made well. Healing is enough, but here the word of God shows us your faith has made you well. So as the other nine, yeah, they received their healing, but God has more. And I don't know about you, but I want all God has for me, everything, everything that he has for me. And I want it all for my daughters. I want it all for my family. I want my family to be healed. I want my family to be made well. I want my family to be complete. That is God's perfect will for our lives. How do I know this? He said, beloved, I pray that above all else that you would prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So God wants us to prosper and be in good health in our physical body, but also in our spiritual healing and wellness. He wants them both for us. So remember, cry out to God. Don't worry about when people say it doesn't take all that. It may not take all that for them because maybe they don't know that you have leprosy. (laughs) Maybe they don't know how desperate you are for God to heal you. Maybe they don't know about where you were five years ago and where you are now. Maybe they don't know that the night before you were contemplating taking your own life. Maybe they don't know that a couple of years ago, the doctor diagnosed you with something and and there was no cure. But then when you went back to the doctor, the doctor said, we don't even know what happened. It's a miracle. So cry out to God. Who cares when people say it doesn't take all that? Nobody knows what God has done for you, but you. Then number two, be obedient. Whatever God tells you to do, just do it. Don't question it. Don't worry about it. Don't delay God's blessing on your life. It took the children of Israel 40 years what they were supposed to get in some in, in, in some days because of disobedience. I don't know about you, but I've been there. Now I'm in a place where I'm just like, Lord, I surrender. I give it to you all. Forget it. And however you want to do it, God, you do it. It took me some years to get to a place where I realized I couldn't do it. And if God doesn't didn't do it or if God doesn't do it, it won't be done. But I got to trust him in the process. So have faith to know that God will do it in your obedience. As they went, they were cleansed. As you go, so will go your healing. So will go your wellness. So will go your blessings. So will go the things that God has already written in the book for your life. And then be thankful. Be thankful in knowing that God did it. Be thankful in knowing that all blessing, all praise and all honor goes to 
him. Yes, you can thank other people, but no, he used other people to bless you. Don't take it lightly and don't take it for granted because what you have today, even your very breath is not guaranteed this evening. (laughs) It's not even guaranteed in the next hour. So thank God. Remember those principles, cry out, be obedient and be thankful on today and on this weekend. I love you. God loves you. God is going to do great things in you and through you for the kingdom. So no matter what it looks like, know that you have the victory in Jesus Christ. Be blessed. Bye-bye.